A postseason rivalry is about to be renewed. How the Buccaneers are going to win their wild card matchup against the Eagles. We make our final predictions, and Bucks Nation has more to say before we close out the week. But we're going to start it all off with a new wide receiver in the locker room right now on the Locked On Bucks podcast. Let's get it going. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. I am James Jericho, joined by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Yeah, thanks again, Bucks Nation, for making us your first listen or your first watch every single day. We're kicking off today's episode with big news, a new addition to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster. We've been wondering, and everybody's been talking about, how they're going to replace Antonio Brown. Is it going to be Terrell Owens? Larry Fitzgerald was a name uh, that we specifically threw around and would love to see. And it turns out it's going to be veteran wide receiver, former Arizona Cardinal and some other teams that James will get into here in a minute. John Brown, who has been added to the practice squad. James, uh, I remember you trumpeting for John Brown to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster uh, multiple times, actually. So I'm going to step aside here. Let the good people know what we're getting with uh, an older version, granted, of John Brown. But nonetheless, John Brown finally wearing pewter. Yes, the pride of Pittsburgh, Kansas, Pittsburgh State University, go Gorillas. Um, so, yeah, John Brown came in with the Arizona Cardinals under Bruce Arians, and then Bruce Arians leaves, John Brown becomes a free agent. He has two years in Buffalo where the first one's really, really, really productive. We're talking like career high in in receptions and, and yards, um, almost tied his career high in touchdowns. And then he leaves Buffalo – and kind of fizzled out. He he had a rough year, uh, his second year there with the Bills, and then kind of fizzled out. He was on the Denver Broncos and Jacksonville Jaguars practice squads this year. How he didn't crack the Jaguars lineup, I will never understand. I blame coaching because you know I'm going to blame coaching because it's Urban Meyer. But under Bruce Arians, that's the big key here, right? We The Buccaneers needed somebody that could come in and if called upon could help immediately. John Brown obviously knows the offense that Byron Leftwich is running because it's Bruce Arians' offense that he was a part of for four years in Arizona. But in those four years, he had 173 receptions, 2,515 yards. Uh, he averaged 14 and a half yards per catch. He had 17 touchdowns and then career highs in a catch rate at 64.4% and seven touchdowns, both in his second season as a member of the Arizona Cardinals. So knowing the scheme, knowing he can step in immediately if they need him to. If Cyril Grayson isn't able to go, they need to dress somebody else that can step in. And can you imagine what defenses are going to have to do if you have John Brown and Scotty Miller both just screaming up the sideline and and you know going for those deep passes? You have to guard both of them, but doesn't mean you have to throw to them. It's going to open up things for the middle of the field because those safeties are going to have to be dropping back. So his speed is absolutely a weapon. Uh, but my expectations are if he gets called up this week, I would expect probably fewer than five snaps. Uh, it, it, it won't yeah. be much, and, and maybe it'll be more 
the later into the postseason should they get there. But I would I would temper expectations, and I'm speaking to myself because I'm very excited that John Brown joined the Bucks. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean I'm I'm a big fan of the move as well. And look, uh, as far as you know, replacing quote unquote Antonio Brown, I think you know, yeah, it, look, Antonio Brown is still one of the most talented wide receivers in the National Football League. So there's no direct replacement for him. But what you do is you add talent to the roster, you add more weapons uh, to what Tom Brady has at his disposal. And and just like you, I don't expect a lot here this weekend. I mean, he's just getting into the building. On Thursday, he's got one full practice to go through. I mean, he does know the scheme. Again, he knows probably a lot of the language and stuff like that. But unless this game just gets really out of hand, I don't think you're going to see a lot of John Brown uh, in the wild card round. But you give him some experience. You give him some opportunities to work with the team, kind of study on the sideline, you know, get those mental reps in. And then in the divisional round against whatever team uh, the Buccaneers should be hosting in, in the next weekend's game, uh, maybe you see an increase in snaps. And Honestly, James, this could be a situation where you get to the the NFC Championship game or you get to the Super Bowl even, and now you have a weapon on the field that coaches don't have a lot of tape on and the opponent doesn't have a lot of studying that they can do on how you're going to employ him. That is incredibly important. Of course, first things first, right? The Buccaneers got to get through the Eagles. And look, we can look ahead. We can look all the way down the road to (laughs) mid-February if we want. The Buccaneers are not doing that. They are getting ready for this weekend, and part of that is trying to get healthy. Tom Brady on the injury report ahead of Super Wildcard Weekend, James. Terrible news. He was just resting, though. So that's fine. Rest day for Tom Brady. Hopefully nobody actually panicked out there. Resting on Thursday. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, Shaquille Barrett, outside linebacker, Jamel Dean, Ryan Jensen, Sean Murphy Bunting, and Jason Pierre-Paul all at practice on Thursday, but limited all of them for the second straight day. So every single one of those names I just spit out there, Wednesday and Thursday, limited at practice. Limited. Usually means, especially if you're limited all week, usually means you're probably going to be okay. But again, you want to keep an eye out on that. Cyril Grayson did not participate again. Again, I don't think either of us, James, honestly expect Grayson to play this weekend, unfortunately, with a hamstring. Mike Evans also dealing with a hamstring upgraded to a full participant on Thursday. That is amazing, beautiful news for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after being limited Wednesday again with a hamstring injury. Yeah, and obviously you like to see some of these guys who are coming back. Shaq Barrett, uh, JPP, Sean Murphy Bunting. Levante David was out there. He's still not listed on the injury report because he's still in that 21-day window. He doesn't have to be listed. But, you know, talking about guys that could potentially come back, it would be huge if Levante is able to make that jump. I don't know where they stand on that right now. I'm leaning towards he's not going to be playing, but optimistic that that there is that chance especially since he was out there with a helmet but not having Cyril Grayson I I think that hurts a little bit but Brashad Perryman and Tyler Johnson did a great job stepping up last week you even saw Scotty Miller getting involved in the run game so the buck it's not a death sentence by any means if Cyril Grayson isn't available and it's great to see Mike Evans upgraded to a full participant but now we got to flip it over to the Eagles side of the ball Fletcher Cox was a full go for the Eagles on Thursday, as was rookie offensive lineman Landon Dickerson and center Jason Kelsey. So they're getting healthy just in time for this matchup with the Buccaneers, the rubber match, if you will, in postseason games between these two teams. And uh, it's it's going to give the Bucs all they can handle on Sunday afternoon. Uh, some very entertaining games in the history between these two franchises in the postseason, uh, yeah, uh, especially. Yeah. And for what it's worth, for what it's worth, like if we get a pick six from that secondary, they they better do the Ronde celebration. Um, awesome. Yeah, listen, for what it's worth, Leonard Fournette also practicing again in the, in the same window. A lot of people expecting him to be activated uh, before the weekend, looking good 
on the practice field again. Uh, still another practice session for both sides of this competition before the final designations are set to be published on Friday. But it looks like each team is getting is getting pretty healthy and getting a good amount of firepower on the field this weekend in the NFL Super Wild Card round. Uh, here in a minute, we're going to talk about what the players on the field need to accomplish for the Bucks to host another playoff game in the 2021 NFL playoffs and how they can get the edge over their first postseason opponent. Just like Tampa Bay needs an edge, we could all use an edge, especially when it comes to gambling. And I want to thank OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving bettors the edge throughout the playoffs. They're providing you the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make your bets as informed as ever. The experts at OnlineGambling.com have sent us the challenge of putting our knowledge to the test and coming up with my early Super Bowl prediction to see how much of an expert we really are. I really am. I'm sticking with Bucks versus Bills. My preseason prediction of course, we'll keep a close eye on those predictions as the playoffs continue. OnlineGambling.com gives betters the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day. That includes their OG tips section where you'll find their own Super Bowl picks as well as the inside track on how to beat the odds throughout the NFL playoffs. Make sure you visit OnlineGambling.com NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and info to beat the odds and give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. All right, Bucks fans. James Yarko here with an incredible app for everyone who buys gas. You need to know about it. It's Get Upside, and our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back don't pay full price at the pump anymore get cash back using get upside just download the app for free use promo code touchdown to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank some people who drive a lot like me driving to cleveland this weekend hockey tournament i got that get upside app fired up we're ready to rock and roll there making two to three hundred dollars per month in cashback, there's no catch. The cashback gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, your PayPal account. You can redeem it for e-gift cards for places like Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cashback on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN on the free Get Upside app. Back for segment two here at the Locked on Bucks podcast. James Jarko. At JR underscore Bucks on Twitter, David Harrison at DHarrison82 on Twitter. Locked on Bucks, the show at Locked on Bucks, also on Twitter. I just said Twitter a lot. Uh, James, before we get into the second segment, our keys to the game, let's hear from our guy Manny out in Atmore. It's Manny from Atmore. What's up, boys? Manny from Atmore. Hey, man, 13 and 4. It's just so sweet to see us up on top like that. All the adversity we had to fight through all the injuries, all of that. I'm just so proud of our team, man. Um, we just found a way to to get it, um, you know, and it's one of those uh, cheesy quotes, you know, no matter if you win by a mile or an inch, you know, winning is winning. Um, we're 13 and four, man. Well, I can't wait to see what, you know, what Lenny's going to come do uh, in the playoffs. I know that it just kind of feels like last year where we kind of got in a roll and we just took that right over to the playoffs. And, you know, this year, it's not as hard. We're not gonna. We're not having to go to everybody's house to go play. Um, as a wild card team, um, you know we can at least host 
a game or two or whatnot, the opportunity we have to repeat is just, um, just, just amazing, man. Um, just wanted to also ask you guys, just throwing this out there. I don't know about you guys, but every time I see Tom run for the first down, I just have a heart attack because it just, and I know in his mind, it, things are moving really fast, but all of us watching, it's like, you know, we're throwing our, you know, I'm covering my face and just, um, so I'm, I'm asking, um, you know, it's the playoffs, right? So we, it's win or go home. Um, it's just that, you know, in the playoffs, we already know, uh, we all know that, you know, everything gets turned up about 130%, you know, teams just play harder and so forth. We, we okay with, uh, my, my question is that you, you guys think, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, if, if it's a playoffs and Tom has to, to rush for the first down because it's again, win or go home. Uh, you know, let's do that. But in that, you know, he, you know, is, is he putting too much at risk by getting hurt by, you know, fumbling the ball or, um, you know, is this something we want to see him do throughout the playoffs? Again, it's win or go home. So in my humble opinion, I, I would figure that, you know, do whatever it takes to get us there. Um, but, you know, thinking, you know, injuries or whatnot, I don't know how you guys uh, feel about that. Again, it's just, it just kind of, it just kind of freaks me out every time I see him, uh, run with a ball. Hey, uh, whether he runs it or not, let's go Bucks, baby. 13 and four next Super Bowl. We're going to be the champions again. Fire the cannons, baby. God bless. Manny, thank you for the call. Manny, bring in, bring in some heat, bring in some fighting words. Let's hope Peter Bukowski isn't listening to this episode. He's going to be, you know, starting a, a rivalry with, with Manny after his one with uh, Matt last year. Very last um, that. Be careful now. Yeah. Um, as far as, as Tom Brady running the ball, I, I mean, I think Tom would be insulted to hear you say that. Uh, you know, he is the NFL's top dual threat quarterback, uh, as he is wonderfully displayed with his multiple double digit yard runs this season. Uh, you know, in all seriousness, Manny, he will, he, it's, it's Brady. He's going to do any and everything that it takes to win a playoff game and move on in the quest for winning another Super Bowl. So if he takes off and runs, you you just hold your breath, hope for the best, and more often than not, it works out for him. Uh, I can really only think of, of one time that it didn't work out well when Brady took off and run, and he got the first down, but then he just got he got stripped from behind. So, um, yeah, you, you always, you always kind of have to hold your breath, though. Yeah, I mean, honestly, anytime, anytime the quarterback gets hit, you know, it's it's a little bit of a of a moment. Anytime Tom Brady gets hit, it's a little bit bigger of a moment of of a moment because you know that Tom Brady is the key to success here with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, Absolutely. you don't have to be a fan of the Buccaneers longer than two years to know that the Buccaneers really didn't have a lot of overall success, holistic success, uh, before the arrival of Tom Brady to this team. And it, Tom's not doing it by himself, but obviously a very big part of it and a key to what this team does right and does at its best uh keys to the game james let's move into that my key to this game is to score points and score early and again i know somebody out there in bucks nation is saying well no duh thanks for the in, for the genius insight but listen byer left which talked to the media on thursday was asked about slow starts and said uh basically when the, this team doesn't score on the first drive of the game it seems to be one of those games where they're just not going to have a very good start to the game and sometimes football doesn't go uh, the way that you want it to, and those kinds of things just happen. But I think when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, in week six, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense put up 14 points in the first quarter, 21 points in the first half, took a 21-7 to lead into halftime. They come out, they both score a touchdown in the third quarter, and then the Eagles put up eight points in the fourth quarter to make it quote-unquote interesting. But in reality, the Buccaneers controlled that game from, from start to finish. 
How did they do that? By forcing the Philadelphia Eagles to get out of the run-first offense approach. Points naturally defeat a run-first offense. The Eagles are a run-first offense. They want to be a run-first offense. Scoring points early, always important. But against a team like the Philadelphia Eagles, it's absolutely critical to controlling the entire stretch of 60 minutes. The Eagles have surrendered four touchdowns or more, James, to every single playoff team they face during the regular season, except for one. That was all the way back in week two of the NFL season against San Francisco 49ers. Since week two, they faced about four or five teams that are now in the playoffs. Four touchdowns or more given up to every single one of those opponents. The Buccaneers need to hit that number or more, and they need to get at least two of them in the first quarter. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Obviously, getting off to a quick start kind of takes the the Eagles out of their game plan and lets Buccaneers fans breathe a little bit easier because the start like they saw against the Carolina Panthers last week, not really conducive to uh, to winning football games. Now, the Buccaneers overcame that, obviously, but it's a little bit tougher when you're in the playoffs and you don't want to be coming, you know, having to play from behind very often. My key to the game for this one is you have to to pound the rock outside of this being the first playoff game of the Buccaneers title defense. David, what has been the topic of conversation all week long? Uh, whether or not John Brown is going to become the record setting uh, receiver for the playoffs for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is not it at all. It is the weather, right? We are talking about cold. We are talking about lots of rain. We are talking about 20 to 30 mile per hour wind gusts. How do you counter that? with playoff Lenny in the week six matchup between the Bucks and the Eagles. The Buccaneers outrushed the Philadelphia Eagles 102 yards to 100. Leonard Fournette, obviously a big part of that. He had over 80 rushing yards. He had two rushing touchdowns. This is an Eagles team, even though the Bucs are, are rushing for less than 100 yards per game on the season, this is an Eagles defense that is allowing almost 108 yards rushing per game. Leonard Fournette, Coming off the injury, has rested for a few weeks now. His legs are a little bit more fresh. He's ready to slide into that playoff Lenny mode. And David, something that kind of plays in to what you're talking about, not only getting that early lead, but you want to get that early lead on the ground, establish the tempo, establish you know how this game is going to be dictated. And when the Buccaneers run for over 100 yards this season, they are 7-1. and one. You have to to pound the rock, and especially with those wind gusts, you don't want to be putting the ball at risk more than you have to. Give the ball to playoff Lenny and let him do his thing. Whether, no doubt about it, is certainly going to play a factor in this one, and it's going to give people pause when it comes to the Bucks' advantages over the Eagles. When you take a look at this matchup, it creates a little bit more of an even playing field if it's windy, if it's rainy, if it's sloppy field conditions. And that's not great if you're someone who likes to put money on the game. But hey, maybe now you just go straight money line rather than picking against the spread. But either way, bet online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march into the playoffs. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON 
to receive your bonus. Again, promo code locked on L O C K E D O N all one word to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. If you're looking to get healthier or eat better this new year, make sure you include Built Bar into your dieting routine. It's a new year, so that means New Year's resolution and Built Bar can help you reach all of yours. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and in some cases, a lot of cases, tastes better than a candy bar. So you want to stick to your resolution. You want to eat better food. The problem is with, with quote-unquote better food is what it usually doesn't taste as good as the lesser food that we like to eat all the time. Built Bar breaks that mold because not only is it tasty on the inside, but it's also covered in 100% real chocolate. Most built bars have just 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, only four net carbs, but they pack 17 grams of protein. Compare, compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. So here's an idea. Get rid of your candy stash, replace it with a built bar stash, even a built puff stash, a little bit more calories, a little bit less on the healthier side, but still better than that candy bar that you're used to reaching for. If you're not a huge fan of working out, but you still want to get healthier, changing some of the ways you eat is a way to do it. And Built Bar is not a fat. It is something that you can ingrain in your everyday life very easily with so many awesome flavors like coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. Built is releasing new limited flavors all the time. So make sure you check out Built.com. When you place your order, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com wrapping things up here on a super wild card weekend preview edition of the locked on bucks podcast james yarko david harrison on twitter at jayarko underscore bucks at d harrison 82 david before we dive into all of our usual predictions we got one more voicemail that we're going to jump into hey hey this is emmett calling from cape cod massachusetts Excited for the win. Looking forward to the playoffs. I had a question for you all. Have you all ever made predictions, whether it be about the exact score, ending score, or touchdowns or interceptions made by players that will lead to a touchdown and they actually come true to the T? I was interested if you all have a history of being right on the money or, or stories you could tell us. That would, that would be cool to listen to. That's all for today. Love hearing you all. Listen to you guys every day. Thank you all for letting me know, keeping me up with everything I need to know about the Bucks. Go Bucks! Fire the cannons. Another great win. Looking forward to the Eagles next week. Emmett, thank you very much for the call. Uh, we've we've hit on some, no doubt about it. Uh, we've hit some right on the money. We, David, we've been doing this for what, like four years. Um, so the the most recent one that I can think of for mine was uh, the sacks and the takeaways against the Indianapolis Colts were, were my bold prediction for that one. And, and I hit that. Um, David, I, I know you you had one right on the money. Uh, what was it, three years ago? Like, yeah, it was, it was on. three years ago. Uh, yeah, Justin Evans intercepted Ben Roethlisberger when the Bucks played the Steelers. And not only did I predict that that would happen, I actually scripted the way that it ended up happening as well. That is easily the one that I hit the squarest on the head. So sometimes we are accurate with our predictions. Sometimes we also get incredibly bold. Yeah. Mine this week is kind of in that category where it's incredibly bold. And, and some of those you kind of just do for entertainment's sake. 
Uh, it's supposed to be fun, guys, right? So getting into our predictions, James, predicted player of the game. I'm going to start that off. I'm going with Devin White. Devin has been under a lot of scrutiny, right? There were some defensive player of the year expectations. You you mentioned it as well. I asked him about it on this very show earlier in the season, and he was all about it, was saying that it was a goal of his. Uh, it really hasn't worked out that way. And, and in some ways, he's kind of plateaued in his play, hasn't really taken the step uh, maybe up for, or forward or upward uh, that we kind of expected him to. And then with Levante David being out, Bruce Aarons actually recently even said that he thinks maybe Devin is trying to do a little too much. I think Devin sees it. I'm sure the position coaches and, and Todd Bowles are telling him the same thing. He hears his head coach. And Devin's not the kind of guy that's going to pout and say, booty hoo, my coach called me out. No, he's the kind of guy that's going to take that to heart. He's going to play within it. And I think he's going to have a good game, a solid game, kind of announcing himself for this playoff run in a game in a week wild card round that he was not present for last year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He did miss that first playoff game, and and he's absolutely one of my two X factors in this one, given the style of the team that they're going up against. And, and yeah, I think he has been trying to compensate for the loss of Levante David. If he can just kind of take a step back and just be him, uh, I think he's going to play a lot better and, and have himself a big game. My predicted player of the game is going to be Leonard Fournette in their first meeting. As I mentioned earlier, 22 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, six receptions on six targets for 46 yards. Leonard Fournette needs to have a big game in this one. He needs to protect the ball, control the clock, take care of business for the Bucs and not put the ball in danger, especially with the inclement weather that is, you know, forecasted to be on the way, which means David, new nickname time. If Leonard Fournette balls out in the rain, Hurricane Lenny. You love it. You love I do. It. I do love it. That's 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 really good. I like it. I, yeah. I I sponsor that. All right, excellent. So if if that comes to fruition, I expect the uh, the thumbnail on YouTube to say Hurricane Lenny uh, with him carrying the ball in the rain. But Leonard Fournette is not going to be involved in my bold prediction because he's going to need some help. Right? He's going to need someone else to step up and help him out. He can't do it all himself, and that's why I'm calling upon the trio. That's right, the tight ends, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, and O.J. Howard. Without Gronk in week six, Cameron Brait and O.J. Howard combined for nine receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. This week, the tight end trio will combine for over 10 receptions, over 100 yards, and two touchdowns. That would be uh, very impressive. My bold prediction, listen, seven times this season, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts has completed 16 or fewer passes in a single game. Six times this season, Buccaneers linebacker Devin White, my player of the game, has had 10 or more tackles. Both of those stats are going to collide, James, on Sunday with a run-heavy Eagles leading to Devin White having more tackles than Jalen Hurts has pass completion. So, Emmett, that would be one of those predictions not likely to come true, but still fun to talk about and think about the possibility of it happening. And James, my score prediction, more likely to come true, 27 to 20, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take the win over the Philadelphia Eagles. I am also going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A little bit more of a disparity from the score, but I think this is a close one and a late turnover is going to to lead to a Buccaneer score, much like Georgia against Alabama, where the score isn't really indicative of how close the game truly was. Give me the Bucs 30 to 17. Moving on to the divisional round. And real quick, David, I asked this of Evan Klosky. I have not answered it yet myself, but real quick, who is the team that you are most concerned about the Buccaneers potentially facing 
on the NFC side of the playoffs this year? In the divisional round or in the entire In the playoffs? NFC at all. I, a, which team scares you the most for the Buccaneers to block their path to the Super Bowl? The Green Bay Packers. And I know that's low-hanging fruit, but uh, if you never bet against Tom Brady, you almost never bet against Aaron Rodgers. And the Green Bay Packers, not only are the Green Bay Packers playing uh, to get over the hump finally, they've been in this position so many times as a quote-unquote favorite only to have one Super Bowl ring with Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. But a lot, in a lot of ways, some of the roster members and, and the coaches themselves, the organization as a whole, are playing to sell themselves to Aaron Rodgers. Like they're trying to convince Aaron to come back next year. And if they falter in a similar way that they did last year, I don't know that it's going to happen. So I think the Green Bay Packers have a lot of motivation. Plus, if they face each other, it's going to be in Lambeau, which I know the, the Bucks overcame that last year, and they definitely could this year. But for all those reasons combined, it's got to be the Packers. Yeah, I mean, I understand all of that. Absolutely. Evan said the Rams, just the way that yeah, the, the which, Los Angeles yeah. Rams are constructed yeah. is not conducive to, to being beneficial to the Buccaneers. I'm saying the Dallas Cowboys, they are hot offensively. They are really clicking with Dak and CD and, and all those guys, the number one scoring offense, the number one total offense in the NFL. And then defensively, they can do a lot of things on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Dan Quinn has those guys absolutely rolling. I would be concerned about a rematch, especially after the Bucs turned the ball over four times in week one before mm -hmm. they really even started to hit their stride. With that, David, we are going to get out of here. Thank you to Manny and Emmett for calling in, and thanks to all of those that filled up the inbox for the voicemail line. We apologize that we couldn't get to all of them, but but I won't be around for the next couple episodes. As I mentioned, I, I'm taking my son to a hockey tournament that he's playing in in Cleveland. David's got to roll solo. you got to help him out. Give him a call at 813-444-5841 with your post-game reactions, questions, anything of the sort. If if the Buccaneers lose, just be nice. Don't put too much pressure on David to edit bad words. Be, be kind and respectful, but help the guy out. Thanks again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or first watch every day, free and available on all platforms. Now make your second listen to Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks at JRCO underscore Bucks at DHarris82 and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Enjoy the game. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. Thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.